Curtains up, and welcome to another edition of the Box Office Preview Podcast, a production of the Onstage Blog Network. I am your host, Greg Earhart. Joining me today, my co-host, his detective story would involve him figuring out the mystery of what the heck happened to Jason Tatum this year. Oh, it's uh, on-screen chief <laughs> critic, Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. Too How are soon, you? Too soon. Too <laughs> soon. I, you know, I, I could see you spending two hours in a movie figuring out, you know, you got your little detective yeah. hat on and you got your magnifying glass and just pouring over a tape of, you know, Celtics home games this year. And that just, sounds miserable. There's a <laughs> screaming every 25 foot it. jumper. It you know, watching it over, over like six months. <laughs> And easy games, you know. Right, right. Force myself to, you know, I could turn that off at any time, but to sit in a theater and and subject myself to that, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> seems unnecessary. Yeah. Well, also was what also wasn't necessary was uh, any new releases that happened <laughs> after Endgame. Uh, we had three yep. new releases as we discussed last week, and um, it's kind of one of these: if a tree uh, falls in a forest and no one's around, did it happen? If a tree falls in one of the screens that's not playing Endgame, does anybody hear it? <laughs> exactly. We had three new releases: Longshot, Intruder, and Ugly Dolls. And um, and you know, we uh, we guessed we we made official predictions for just Longshot. We were both over. Uh, Ken was closer. Ken guessed was... eleven uh, eleven point eight. I was a little bit higher at thirteen. And Longshot ended up at 9.7 million in th- in 3,200 theaters. That is dreadful. I think it's um, hilarious that uh, you spent basically the entire podcast last week uh, <laughs> trashing Longshot's box office uh, potential, and then you went higher than I did. Well, and yeah, I mean, but thir- <laughs> so far 13 off. is still not good. I mean, I just figure if you're over 3,000 theaters, you should almost stumble yeah. into you know 13 million for a. You know, highly rated comedy featuring two, you know, Seth Rogen and Charlie Theron. But again, they all bow to Endgame. Uh, the Intruder did barely better at ten point nine million, and this is the most not bizarre, but Ugly Dolls, a family comedy. Now again, thirty percent Rotten Tomato score, but they're in thirty six hundred theaters, and they did eight point six million at the, at the that is for yeah. animated. For any animated movie, that is just god awful. Not <laughs> no, great, Bob. <laughs> right. So, no one went to see it, so we won't spend any more time uh, dissecting the results here. Uh, we're going to move on uh, to the new releases coming out this week, and it's a pretty sizable one. It is Pokemon Detective Pikachu, starring Ryan Reynolds. Um, this is this is. Uh, considerably the first major release after Endgame, which happened two weeks ago. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's the first non... Um, so it's the first blockbuster that's not actively over... I mean, some people call Pikachu a superhero, but, you know, I'm talk, you know, talking about a human superhero. <laughs> yeah, we had Shazam that was a sizable hit that came out in April. Of course, you have Endgame. So it's going to be interesting... Um, so it's going to be interesting, the audience appetite uh, for this movie. This is not the first Pokemon movie. Um, there were the first live action Pokemon movie. It is the first live action okay. one. There were three or four animated Pokemon movies uh, back in the two thousands, 
and none of them did anything particularly well in the box office. I mean, I think the the biggest one did like under ten million uh, in the box office. So. Pokemon, as you know, is is still a, a worldwide phenomenon. Thanks, I think, in part to I don't even know how many years ago this was now, um, to 90s? the to the Pokemon Go game that came out. Which oh, the game. Okay. Yeah. Right. That that sort of renew. Re, you know. Yeah. Re- that super- was that was like 2016, 17. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe I had to check, but um, but that was you know a worldwide phenomenon. So and and on we go and there's and um, you know again this is uh, starring Ryan Reynolds coming off of Deadpool where we're gonna get into him in a little bit um, just sort of how he got here um, but pretty interesting there's again in in the world oh, let me back up so you know back even back to the sixties you had movie actors that were openers and these were basically who sold the movie these are before we had you know big properties or big books uh that were converted to movies that could just sell the movie on its own you had to have a big star and as comic book movies it's not just comic book movies but movies in general have relied more on like content and pro like and um, what do they call it um property uh like brand intellectual property intellectual property right so it's reboots sequels you know reimaginings of previous movies so you know the opener is less and less important these days it's all about the intellectual property and what you have rights to that's why they're making movies like sonic the hedgehog <laughs> you know because people know <laughs> nightmare <that>. fuel <laughs> <laughs> but ken do you think ryan reynolds it right now is one of the few openers we have uh we have today uh, that's kind of hard to gauge. I mean, he's outside of Deadpool. Like, he doesn't have a great track record in terms of box office. Um, no. It, well, yeah. Deadpool made him. Uh, so, so part of if you accept yes, you would have to say he's only been an opener since Deadpool. <laughs> you know, and and Deadpool even the- even then. I mean, like I, I I've been a fan of a fair amount of his movies, not all of them, but, um, uh, usually they, he, outside of Deadpool, he hasn't really, you know, been a draw. So I think, so before, so I'm going to argue he is before I do that. I do want to just quickly review to your point, review his IMDb. Uh, cause I had just frankly forgotten how long he's been around. He's been around uh, a long time. Yeah. I mean, he, by was the way, a- Got to start on an episode of the X Files very early <laughs> on, right? That was in the late nineties, <laughs> right? And then he was in like Van Wilder movies. He was sort of yep. like you know the drunk or the dumb jock and stuff Waiting. like that. Yep. And um, he went on. So it, so his first sort of mainstream move, where he was sort of like oh like Ryan Reynolds on the scene. I was have to be probably. I haven't seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, so I don't know how big a role he had in that. Uh, I don't remember having a that big of a role in that movie. Yeah, but so I would say it's been like a long Tr- time since I've seen yeah. it. Though. So I probably have to go with Blade Trinity, which that, that's him in like an action yeah. movie now, and he's a pretty important role in that. Um, uh, let me look at his IMDb real quick, see if yeah anything so, sticks out to me. So that's his first real action foray. After that, he goes on to star in the Amityville Horror remake in the 2005 version, which. That movie is just not very good. He tries in it, you know. I've you know I've seen it, but you know, again, not 
not a great role for him um, and not a very good movie period. And they, he, and, and he, 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 after that. So again, he didn't help that movie at all. So he's now doing some smaller movies like smoke and aces, the nines, you know, movies that don't have any type of impact. So I think his best movie, I mean, he's, he's mostly known at this time for, for Van Wilder, like you said, right. uh, waiting is a big one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm honestly like a, a um, guilty pleasure movie for me is the movie Just Friends, okay, yeah. which is mostly forgettable comedy, but mm-hmm. rom com. But it, it's it's actually I I really enjoy it. Okay. Um, so but again, like not a huge movie. Uh, yeah. Probably his best movie though, if I'm looking at the 2000s, is definitely maybe. Right. Right. So. He gets another crack at action in the very forgettable uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine as the first iteration of Wade yeah. Wilson slash, <laughs> slash Deadpool. Less, less said about that, the better. Yeah, right. But so and then he, he backs off of that to Green Lantern, which well, less said about even that. Well, before better. we get to Green Lantern, so there's the proposal. And the proposal is really the first time we see like the modern day ryan reynolds he's super good in it so is sandra bullock i still you know for a rom-com i ride for the proposal yeah Um, my my question would be how much of a draw was he versus sandra bullock and for that movie so i'm not even yeah so i'm not even talking about opener like bullock is absolutely the draw like she's the reason people go see it but he was like super good in it and um and very 63 million right oh yeah no it did huge It, it was like uh, what'd you say? How much revenue? 163 million. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, because yep. it had a really solid opening and it had like super, super legs um, to it. And so I think, so I think he used that to sort of like, give me another chance. Come on, give me another chance. And then that brought us to Green Lantern, mm-hmm. um, which is just, which is just now the total, it's just the wrong fit for him. Like he's just, you know, it was a bad movie. A, he's just wasn't right for the character B. Um, and it just didn't allow him to kind of use his, you know, his skills. And he's, he's a very good, you know, sort of comedic actor from there. He does some smaller movies and it does a bunch of animated movies. And safe uh, house for what it's worth made $126 million. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, he starts becoming a little bit of a draw, but again, Safe House. I remember seeing that. I don't remember it being that particularly who's, memorable. Who's the other guy that he was in that movie with? <sighs> I'm I'm confusing it with the Samuel L. Jackson one that he did. Yeah, that's see, I keep thinking of Samuel Jackson. I think it might be the same director. <laughs> oh, was Denzel Washington. Was oh yeah. yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. So and then, when did Buried happen? Was Buried before? Buried was, was uh, 2010. So that was actually was before? before Green Lantern. Oh, okay. I kind of ride for Buried. That was pretty It's, it was a, pretty it's an underrated movie. Yeah, it's good Reynolds performance. Yeah. Um, but so, but again, so Green Lantern bombs, you know, and like studios are like, we're not giving another chance. Like, forget about All it. Right, R.I.P.D. So, oh, well, the, I'm sorry. You're right. He did get another chance. <laughs> it was R.I.P.D., which I mean, that was just that was a bomb from like the first ten seconds of the trailer. I remember watching that, just like this is not going to do it. Is it was just a bad Men in Black, you know, ripoff basically, and everyone could kind of tell that. Um, and yeah, so the that's Women a, in Gold with uh, with Helen Mirren. That's a weird. That's a weird one. Yeah. 
So RIPD was in uh, 2013, and then so along comes Deadpool, which it's sort of always since um, I kind of forget the story about this. Whether fans wanted him to do a real Deadpool remake, or he wanted to do it, or uh, it's it's it, it's like a chicken and the egg kind of thing for me. Right, it's, I'm not really sure. It's it's a little bit of both, really. I think I think he really loved the character, and obviously he did. Realized that the X Men Origins was not a fitting, you know, justice to, to the character, and so I think. Yeah. He, I think if I'm remembering this right, and you can comment, and fans, you can comment whatever, saying we're wrong, or go ahead, I don't care. But um, I, I think he was waiting for the right director and the right producer to be like, "This is a Deadpool we need, we need to make." And I'm not doing it without it. And uh, so anyway, that comes along in 2016. Reynolds knocks it absolutely out of the park. Oh yeah, it's, it's a huge sensation. So the character uh, is born to play. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And this was this was exactly the character he was meant for. And uh, he was born to play, and it's, it becomes a huge sensation. It brings in all sorts of audiences that are not even didn't even know who the character was heading into it, and uh, and so and, and then that brings him. He, now he's doing a couple, you know, other movies like Life, and he's got the Hitman's Bodyguard. I mean, I don't know about extolling that as a you know sensational movie, eh, but that's fine. Yeah, but he does Deadpool two. Most importantly, and again, that's another yeah. huge hit, well regarded. You know, almost as funny. Uh, I like Deadpool two personally more than Deadpool uh, the first one. I like both of them. Both. I love them. both of them. They're, yeah, they're hilarious. So, so that brings him basically to Detective Pikachu, which is, as I'm reading through the credits, now it's his it's his first blockbuster outside of the Deadpool you know arena, and I'm. My re- so now we come back to my argument why he's an opener because my question to you can is what do you think this movie does if like Pikachu is voiced by say the guy who's doing Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> you know it's, uh... it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I... what's the open what's the open on it because right now uh, we'll, yeah. we'll make predictions later but right now it's tracking at least in the fifty to seventy million dollar range what does this movie open with just a you know a regular guy I have a I hate to say this, but I really don't know. Um, I, 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 to be honest, like I missed the whole Pokemon craze, like mm-hmm. in the '90s when it when it really took off. So I don't know if it's like one of those things, like like kids and you know people that have grown up on them were, were just like waiting for this moment kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah. Or if not, but I, I'm I'd have to guess it would it would definitely be lower. I. I argue, just don't know by how much. Right. I I would argue, again, and this is a specific property which has definitely has a following. And I'm just going to talk domestic at the moment. I'm not going to get into foreign or global uh, box office. Just domestically, you know, is, this would definitely be more fr- front loaded. This feels like a twenty-five to thirty million dollar opening with that with just you know Joe Schmo doing Pikachu or some you know name that doesn't really move move the needle at all. Mm-hmm. I think Reynolds adds twenty million to this, you know, Probably. just for the opening, and then multiply that times two or three for the entire life, and now you're talking he's bringing in fifty to sixty million just by himself, just by oh, it's Ryan Reynolds, he's going to be funny, you know, this is it, this is worth a watch. Part part of it for me, and like I said, like I, I was totally out on Pokemon my entire life, uh, but I'm I'm interested in seeing this movie because of the. Um, uh, what's the word for it? Like the uniqueness of why Reynolds is doing this voice. Yeah, right. Right. You know, like right. uh, it. It. I'm curious as to. Uh, it just. It just. It piques my interest. 
Yeah, well, because you know, Ren- you know, you assume Reynolds isn't going to do this unless he brings his type of humor to it. His right. type of humor is really funny. Like, yeah, he's right, he's, and if- not exactly PG either. <laughs> right. Sometimes. Right. Right, and that will be interesting, you know. And, yeah. and there's rumors that there's already an R cut that they're going to release, you know, oh after the movie. <laughs> you can have Deadpool doing commentary or something. <laughs> right. So it's it's hard to say. So again, this is just my conjecture, you know. That again, I think it's a thirty million dollar opener without him, and it's we're looking at, at least fifty with him. There's 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 just not too many stars you can say that. For any property where they can lift it by, you know, uh, double, really. Um, so it's, and again, based off that, again, based off of what Reynolds brings, again, it's it's the same thing with Tom Hanks. Like, you go see a Tom Hanks movie, you know what you're getting, you know, because Tom Hanks usually does a certain type of movie. Same thing with Tom Cruise, you know, and I think Reynolds has now reached that point thanks to two, you know, fantastic Deadpool movies. You're, that, putting, you're putting Ryan Reynolds in the same breath as... Tom Cruise and, and no. Tom Hanks? No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't say they're the same. I just mean they're a type of op- they're a type of opener. You know, a type there's, of opener. there's a pyramid. There's there's a pyramid of openers here. Um, okay. You know. Um, I'm not even sure Tom Cruise is an opener anymore, based off of uh, you know his his latest movies and how they performed. The That's mummy. Why what's that? The Mummy. <laughs> right. The, you know the Mummy, and it's. I mean movie. A movie just ha- a has to be good, <laughs> you know, and um, and b has to have a really good trailer and see you know other, other factors. It's just not a name alone just doesn't bring it. Um, and that's why I'm just based off of. And I know there are animated movies back in 2000, but based off of their box office and based off of this movie, two weeks after Endgame is still gonna attract to 50 million plus. Oh yeah, weekend. Hard for me to believe that I'd do it without Ryan Reynolds, but. You know, we can't A-B test this, so it's, you know, ultimately uh, just conjecture. Uh, okay. Uh, what's, ready to do see, don't see? Sure. All right. I'm always ready for the see, don't see. Oh, uh, I know. So, it's, my favorite, uh, it's my new favorite game. For those uh, joining us for the first time, uh, see, don't see is our way of quantifying uh, our interest in the movies that are coming out this week. So what happens is I'm going to read Ken... Uh, several categories uh, that pertains to the movie, uh, such as Detective Pikachu. And each category will contain either an actor that's related to the movie, a concept, a director, a producer, a particular plot point. And then we have to rate our interest um, as how much we want to see or not or don't see the movie based off just that category alone. We don't know anything else about the movie. Ken, are you ready? I am ready. And you know what? Going forward... If people want the instructions on how we play this game, they should go back and listen to previous episodes. <laughs> right. Right. Shameless plug to get people to listen to right. that. Well, that'll be fun as we get 10 more episodes in. We tell them to go back to the last episode, and that episode will tell them to go back to the yeah, previous exactly. episode. Yeah, exactly. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, number one, we talked about him already, Ryan Reynolds. Again, I'm going to put him all, at... I'm, go all you know is Ryan Reynolds is a prominent uh, role in the movie. Are you uh, see or don't see? I'm going to put him at a two, two, just because I love the Deadpool movies. I've been a fan of quite a few of his movies, but every once in a while, there's that like little clunker that, you know, the selfless <laughs> or the RIPD that just does not interest me in the least. I think so. I think Reynolds has, has achieved a stature now, thanks to Deadpool, that I, again, I think he's going to be 
I'm going to rate him a two now. I, before Deadpool, even though I liked him, again, I really liked him in the proposal, I would give him probably a one because I just didn't trust his choice in movies still. Um, but I think, you know, I just, I, I think he knows what he needs to do and I think he kind of knows his role now, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So he's also, he would also be a two for me. Uh, Pokemon. All you know is it's a Pokemon movie. You don't know anything <sighs> else. Probably a, a, a negative one. Probably, man, you know what? Probably negative two. Yeah, I might. If, if it weren't for if it weren't for Ryan Reynolds being in this movie, I would probably not go see it. Yeah, I'm I'm a minus three. I would I would pretty actively avoid it. You know, if that's all I know, because again, it's not something I ever known and uh, ever de- dealt with, and yeah. it screams nerd to me. I, I, can I can I change my answer to negative three? Sure. Yeah. Because I'm I'm actually right there with you. <laughs> it never interested me. Yeah, but thankfully, there's a lot of other things with the movie besides just Pokemon that right. we have to gauge your interest in. All right, yeah. third. Uh, all you know is it's a detective movie. It's a movie about uh, detective something or other, someone or other, and they're trying to figure out a mystery. I do love detective, good detective movies. So <laughs> two. I'm a two as well. I also like a good detective movie. Uh, next, Ken Watanabe. All you know is he has a prominent role in the movie. Ken. Hey, you know what? With a get- name like that, you can't go wrong. So uh, I'll give him. I'll give him a, uh, another two. <laughs> Talk about an actor that really knows his role because he basically does the same thing every movie. Yeah, yeah, he's the same guy in like every movie. <laughs> But I agree. We're 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 in, we're in lockstep so far through all these four categories. So I'm also a two and Ken Ken Watanabe. All right, next. Um, all you know about the movie is um, someone's dad goes missing, and uh, the protagonist has to find out where he went, how he went missing, uh, etc. Ken, does it have to be a dad, or can it just be like a family member? Ah, uh, oh, good question. Um, no, it has to be a dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll go one. Uh, yeah it's uh, it's a common plot it <laughs> um, is <laughs> but it can go in some really good places <laughs> some really bad ones too right right i kind of feel like i kind of get annoyed when hollywood goes this because it always has to be a family member that oh, goes missing or is captured or is dead or something but i get it it's you need stakes it's if it's just like a friend yeah. or something there's not stakes so um, I, I, I'm a zero. It doesn't move me one way or another. I need to Our see first more. Disagreement. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. We have two more. Uh, all you know is the movie has a seventy percent Rotten Tomato score, which mm. currently does. Uh, Ken, what's your interest? That's gonna give me a one. <laughs> um, yeah, mostly. All you um, know. Yeah, yeah, that's all. If that's all I know, probably a one. Um, yeah, definitely a one. So it's a zero for me, a 70%. For me to really kind of take notice and be like, oh, like what's this movie going on for? It's got to be at least 85% or higher, I think. Mm. That's what it really makes you take notice and converse. Yeah. For me, it's going to make me look into the movie more. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, what's this? It's not, it wasn't, if it's something that wasn't on my radar, I'm going to look into at least a cursory look into what it's about. Yeah, and and on the flip side, um, (laughs) 
if it was like below 20%, it might actually make me want to see it more. Never <laughs> to see like a train wreck, but um, it, it probably it really had to be below probably 30% to be like, oh man, this movie's no good. You know, it wouldn't have much interest in that. All right. So what did I say? Oh, I was, I'm a zero for the movie has 70%. Uh, okay. Last one. All you know about the movie is just like weird CGI creatures battling each other in some type of battle royale. And that's all you know <laughs> about the movie. Uh, what's, what's, what's your interest? Kat? Oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm tempted to, it's somewhere in the zero to one range. I mean, like, I think on the lower end you get like dragon wars, <laughs> but then, you know, on the, on the, on the top end, it's like, it can be, it can be greatness. <laughs> so I guess I, I would say it's probably more good than bad out there with that. I think for me, for the theater, this would be a minus one. Um, I, again, to your point, I think uh, movies tend to screw this up more than they get it right. And when they screw it up, it's really just kind of annoys me. So it's it tells me if that's all I know about, it's probably going to be some mm. overly overproduced movie um, that's not particularly interested in good storytelling or good character development, et cetera. Uh, TV, it might be a plus one if I could just turn my brain off for a little bit. Uh, but for the theater, I think minus one for me. Moser, what was your score? One? Uh, I said one. Um, maybe maybe it's like a closer to a zero, though, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really move. wouldn't necessarily move the needle for me one way or the other. Okay. Okay. So our interest level... So, Ken, you're a five, so the maximum score is 21, and you're a five, so a little bit of interest in it, even though you are going to see this. Uh, I'm going to see it, and I'm going to see the Thursday night preview. <laughs> Mainly because a friend of mine is, wants to see it. This is science, people. See... This is science. See, you don't see it's science. <laughs> Part of the reason I'm going is is my friend wants to go and see if it's appropriate for his, uh, his son to go see it oh, okay. uh, this weekend. Okay. So yeah. So and I'm a two. So just right around neutral, basically, which is about right. You know, I, sounds um, right. Yeah, I mean, even if if it came on TV, I, I'd check it out. I think I'd see if it held, held my interest a little bit. Uh, I'd be a little bit definitely record it on the DVR and come around to it at some point. So okay, so it as we alluded to in the categories, this does have a pretty decent uh, Rotten Tomato right now. That's at it is as of this moment seventy one percent. Yeah. yeah, no, pretty good. Pretty yeah. yeah, pretty good for you know a property like Pro- Pokemon. Uh, just a couple reviews. Uh, Sam Adams from Slate. In a world packed full of franchise-extending would-be blockbusters, there's something strangely appealing about its patchiness. Sort of faint praise there, but uh, that was a positive review. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't do that right, by the way. When it starts out within a world, you have to say... Uh, in a in, world. In a world. Packed full of franchise go. extending. That's more like okay. <laughs> Here's a negative review from Jake Wilson <laughs> of The Age. It's yet another throwback. Less to the 1990s heyday of Pokemon than to the 1980s heyday of Hollywood pop gimmickry. The main template appears to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Another zany mystery with a cast mingling humans <laughs> and animated figures. That's a two and a half out of five star. Uh, review. Uh, let's see. Let me find one more positive. Review. I got one positive review for you. Yeah, go for it. Uh, 
Uh, this is a 7 out of 10 review from Brent Hankins of the Lamplight Review. He says, it's family-friendly for the most part, but there are a few cases of double entendre that will sail right over the heads of the little ones while giving mom and dad an extra chuckle or two. Which sounds about right. If I was look, if I was guessing what the movie would be like, that's that would have been my guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of faint praise for a seventy percent uh, rated <laughs> rated movie right now. Uh, uh, so we'll see. I mean, again, this is again uh, main aimed at two audiences, probably teenagers and younger, as well as I wouldn't say teenagers, probably like thirteen year olds and younger. Uh, as well as adults who, you know, <laughs> are, are grown now and have been waiting Quote, for unquote, us. adults. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, it's time for predictions. But first, uh, let's give you a word from our sponsor. And our sponsor is, of course, Onstage Blog. So we have uh, Onstage Blog has terrific podcast uh, content, such as this podcast itself, the box office preview. But did you know it also has terrific uh, blog content? Uh, they post new content every day. There's a news section where we comment on news such as uh, the latest news that 1776 has been confirmed for 2021. Ken, did you also know uh, there's a musical based off of Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album? I ought to know. <laughs> you ought to know. That's right. And uh, there are reviews of, of uh, productions from all across the country as well as editorials. And speaking of podcasts, we have a new podcast coming out called The Theater Major, hosted by Ashley Griffin. Uh, welcome, Ashley, welcome to the Onstage Blog Podcast Network. We have so much content, audio, visual, whatever you want for theater, uh, for theater and movies, come to the Onstage Blog Network. Okay, back to our predictions. So, Detective Pikachu, as we discussed before, is tracking... So it's a fairly wide range. Um, it's... Mm. There's general consensus somewhere between 50 and 55 uh, million. Uh, I've seen a couple predictions as high as 70. It should also be said, I think early, early tracking was suggesting this is going to be at 90 million, which I always thought was a little bananas. <laughs> um, that this that, kind of that movie does seem high coming just two weeks after Endgame. Right, right. Yeah, I think uh, I think the wide range for the for the box office has to do with with not being sure how much Endgame is going to make in this third weekend. Endgame as well as sort of how popular is Pokemon still? I mean, it's, it still has a huge following. I've I've heard from a couple people I didn't expect to be uh, interested in this movie that said they, they would probably want to go see it. Um, I think mostly because their kids um, are interested in it, but even like seeing it without their kids because, you know, again, they have to like it to some extent to tolerate it. Um but so it's time for predictions. Uh, I'll go for, I think you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. So Endgame is expected to generate in the 70 to 90 range. So it's going to win the weekend again. Probably. Yeah, for the third straight weekend. So I made the mistake last week of sort of <laughs> underestimating, underestimating that aspect. So I'm going to try not to make that mistake again. Um, I'm going to edge a tiny bit on the low side i'm gonna go 48 million whoa yeah wow so i should just go like 48 million and one dollar yeah, well. <laughs> oh wow uh yeah, yeah, stay, I'm true, go... stay true to your prediction we were on we're honorable men here you're right i'm gonna i was thinking in the 60s oh really yeah oh. Huh. so i'm gonna huh. i'm gonna say um i'm gonna say 62 
two million dollars. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. So we have a significant gap in our uh, in our picks. Oh, we, we shall see who is uh, who's correct. <clears throat> if it does sixty, that's a heck of an opening for you know again in the shadow of Endgame and off of a property. Yeah, that's just. Pokemon with you know Reynolds voicing a Pikachu and ju- and a relative unknown and Justice Smith you know kind of being the lead so uh, good luck to uh, the Pokemon team uh, this weekend Ken anything you want to plug um, my review for Pokemon when it comes out <laughs> <laughs> Detective Pikachu which I'll be seeing tomorrow night and hopefully writing uh, Friday or Saturday I'm also playing the I'm actually thinking of doing a double feature tomorrow and seeing Longshot and then seeing Detective Pikachu. Oh. Okay. So hopefully uh, two reviews coming out soon. Excellent. Okay. Our next, uh, we have our next episode that will be coming out next week. It is on John Wick. Yes! <laughs> Hallelujah! Um, we will have a very interesting C-Don't-C because I could care less about this coming out and uh, Ken and I oh. think our editor-in-chief Chris Peterson are like all in Oh, for <laughs> shame <laughs> Oh, we're gonna fight <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, know. you with a pencil to the <laughs> eye Right, right So uh, so anyway, we'll be, uh, we'll be back at it uh, next week Uh, Ken, thank you very much, and uh, see you then. Adios. Bye. I did not know this. (laughs) I I saw the first one, and... I thought it was a little overhyped. And, uh, oh my god! <laughs> I, you are insufferable. <laughs> so pretentious. So hot. So many hot takes. Oh. Yeah. Um, I didn't bother to see a second one. So. Oh. <laughs> I I had no interest in seeing. Oh. <laughs> it's a ballet of bullets and fighting. How can you not like that? <sighs> oh. I don't know. I think I'm past. So Keanu. You don't, I think I'm past Keanu Reeves, but <laughs> this is this is what Keanu should have been doing for the last twenty years. Oh come on! No, I, I'm anybody serious. Could do, anybody could talk grizzly and like just fire a bunch of bullets. No. At oh boy! But he we, looks we so good save this doing for, it. We might want to save this for the podcast. Oh, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm legitimately angry. You got me all worked up now. <laughs> Celtics are down 15, and you pissed me off, too. I'm in a double mood. <laughs> What's this? Oh, they're down, thir- oh, it's down 13. Yeah. 38 points in the oh first half. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, hey, it was tied up when we started the podcast. It was. So, <laughs> a bad omen. Do you think as Simmons joked, are they just going to jump on the plane to uh, the Bahamas during halftime? Oh, yeah, Kyrie's already on the phone. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very curious to see what your, uh, what your see don't see questions are now. Yeah, that was, yeah, I, I honestly I forget like half of them because I, but I remember being really proud of it. I was like, oh, this is my best one in a while. Oh, Gosh. Uh, so I'll have, to, I'll have to. I have to. I hope I didn't misremember. Oh, I haven't even stopped recording. This is awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>